When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia, and it's week 15. It's playoff time. You made it. You're here. Congratulations. This is the new season of Fantasy Football. It begins today, the season that wins us fantasy championships, and that's what we're here for. That's what we're all about, and there's nobody better to help me than my two elves here. Of course, D-Bro, Derek Brown, the king of bros, and, of course, my patty cakes, Pat Fitzmorris. They're all here to help Santa make sure we get some uh, waiver wire pieces in your stocking this week 15, and we've got some names still that are relevant. Also, two quarterbacks that are out that are in that QB one conversation every single week. Now we got to stream some QBs. So there's a lot of work to do here to make sure that we get championships in time for Christmas all laid out for you. And the boys are going to help us go through those names before we do that. Don't forget. It's the holiday season, so we're giving away things, and we are giving away that DK Metcalf jersey. The big winner of that jersey is John Toggle. Congratulations, Johnny boy. You did it. John Toggle, get in touch with us over at customer support, mailbag at fantasypros.com. Again, that's mailbag at fantasypros.com. John Tuggle, you won that DK Metcalf jersey from bettingpros.com because he was a good boy this year, and he subscribed to the YouTube channel, and he uh, made sure that he dropped a comment. See, and if you want to be like John Tuggle and and take home something cool. How about this glorious fantasy football championship belt for your league or for yourself, courtesy of our good friends at Trophy Smack, the number one destination for epic fantasy football trophies. You need to subscribe to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel right now. Drop a comment below. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better ring that bell till it goes ding. I'm telling you why, because you could win this belt. And again, give it to your league mates, give it to yourself. Uh, it's the holiday season, whatever you want to do. But we're not selfish here. We're going to give away some names, damn it. We're going to give away some names that are going to help you win that fantasy football league trophy that you've been waiting for all your life or that belt. Whatever it is, this is your opportunity. This is your moment. And boys, we're going to start with our sleeper waiver wire pickup of the week, running backs. And his name, after a lot of debate internally, his name is Ty Chandler, <laughs> Minnesota running back roster in just 29% of leagues. It was a bad outing for Ty Chandler a few weeks ago. Then the bye came, and then we all know what happened yesterday with the Minnesota game. Maybe we won't talk about that too much, but the other thing that happened there was Alexander Madison having that ankle sprain, which could be multiple weeks now. We are still waiting for clarity here, but... Madison with that ankle sprain, Pat, we know what happens here, which is typically speaking, we're missing a few weeks, multiple weeks. Madison's kind of the last, excuse me, was that last guy that was the, I would say the hurdle for Ty Chandler really taking over this job. We know they've tried to replace Madison already with Cam Akers. That did not work. Now Ty Chandler potentially has the run of the backfield. I know the Minnesota offense is scuffled lately, but he gets Cincinnati. That's a great matchup. Then he gets Detroit in that playoff schedule, a, a team that just came off a loss that we called on the betting pros channel, and then the Green Bay Packers. So it's a pretty good schedule of Chandler's getting that run. So let's talk about Chandler, talk about our expectations for him, not just this week, but through the entire playoffs, and also what we want to spend on him. The floor is yours, Patty Cakes. 
All right. Well, we should know more about the Madison injury by the time everyone has to put in their bids on Tuesday. But this does give me a sense of deja vu, Joe, because last week for the waiver wire pick of the week, uh, we had Ezekiel Elliott, a backup who stood Mm -hmm. to benefits Mm -hmm. from a multi-week injury to the starter in front of him, Ramondre Stevenson. And sure enough, Elliott got a boatload of touches last week and had a really big game that helped a lot of people out. So eerily similar setup here. Although we don't officially know if Madison does have that high ankle sprain. If he does, uh, like you said, Joe, I mean, he could be out for the remainder of the fantasy season, Mm -hmm. potentially, or at least one or two weeks. Um, So this week, yeah, the Bengals 29th in DVOA against the run. Uh, Detroit's defense, not what it was earlier in the season. And then Green Bay, who you can always run on. So, yeah, I mean, if Madison is not back in week 15, uh, Chandler's going to get to hammer away. They're probably going to have to spell him with someone because he's a smaller back, mm-hmm. but he's explosive. He's used in the passing game. And uh, as far as bids, look, I, I mean, if you need a running back badly this week or if you need a flex option, like if you've got that weak spot in your lineup, it might be time to empty the chamber. I mean, what are you waiting for at this point? And here's the thing, Joe, here's where you can play uh, 40 chess. I mean, like maybe you don't need Ty Chandler, but uh, while everyone else in your league has been spending Mm -hmm. their fat money like sailors Mm -hmm. on shore leave, you've been thrifty all year and you've got more than anyone else. And, uh, you know, look at what your playoff competitors have left for fat money. Bid a dollar more than those guys. Keep Ty Chandler away from them. Look, we're guilty of overmanaging, and a lot of people did that with the weather games last week, benching Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson. This is a good time to uh, manage aggressively. Sometimes don't do it for bad weather games. Do it for a time like this when you can potentially keep an impact guy away from your rivals. Speaking of drunken sailors, Derek Brown, uh, I want to get your take on this. So we're looking at... <laughs> Ty Chandler, who, by the way, for the record, last week we talked about guys that were still remaining on the waiver wire, running backs under 50% roster. We talked about Chandler. We said, hey, sneaking through the waiver wire this week just in case, right? He really should be rostered in more leagues at this point. The problem is he wasn't most likely because some teams have checked out and stopped running waivers, but theoretically that roster percentage should have been higher. And now here we go. Now it's time, as Pat said, You lose, you go home, you win, you advance. So we're in a situation now where even if you don't need Chandler, it might be smart to make sure your opponent doesn't get them. So I know there's another running back we're going to talk about, too, and there was a debate between those two guys. We'll get to him Mm -hmm. in a second. That's a tease in the business. That's what we do here. But, Debro, when it comes to Chandler right now, those people who missed out on picking him up last week, like we said, just, you know. Drop on the bench for a buck or two, sneak him through waivers, and you should be fine. Or even pick him up for free on Sunday morning, you know, on some of those, or even Thursday, depending on how your league runs. Chandler, now available again in 70% of leagues. What do you do here? I'm totally with Pat. You empty the clip, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go get this guy. He could be a top 24 running back in deeper leagues. I'm also going to throw out the name uh, because we're talking about this back, though, Kenan Nwangwu, because if anything happens to Chandler or he could get a handful of touches, he'd be the next man up. So, again, you targeting this backfield and look, not all of us have to play Santa at the Christmas time. You don't have to give people options and give people things in your leagues. You can be the Grinch, baby. Mm. Like, go out there and take him. Like, Pat's point and your point's about, like, even if you don't need him, if you're just going to block one of the other playoff teams that just lost Madison or or any other type of unfortunate uh, injuries or luck with running backs, grab Chandler now. 
Yeah, well, especially that first matchup against Cincinnati, D-Row on paper is so mm-hmm. good. You know, the, they've that that's just one you have to take advantage of. And if it doesn't work, at least you gave yourself the opportunity to advance in the playoffs. Like, this mm-hmm. is it. There's no more long-term thinking. It is week 15, tunnel vision. You put the blinders on and you go. That's what we're, we're in trying the end to do. game, here. baby. We're in the end game. We are in the end game now. This, is, this feels like Infinity War. We're going to start eliminating teams every single week. Half the league goes away. Uh, let's get to the other guy at the running back position, too, that almost – Almost took this spot. And it was Deonta Foreman here of the Chicago Bears. Uh, he had 11 carries for 50 yards. He also had two receptions on the three targets for 22 yards as well in this game. Uh, some interesting play calling too. some unique play calling that led to some big plays for the uh, for the Bears, which was fun, Debro. In this game, you saw that DJ Moore play that was really exciting and fun. And it looks like the Bears are starting to get a little confidence here. Back to back W's for them uh, in the division which is good. And I feel like this bears team is starting to feel a little bit. Now we were optimistic. It was going to be a situation where maybe Roshan Johnson got the run here after the bye. Mm-hmm. Maybe Roshan was going to be that guy, but it doesn't look like that. In fact, it doesn't look like Herbert. It looks like it might be Foreman. So Foreman's clearly available in a lot of leagues right now. He is rostered in just 40%. What's your take on Foreman? And is he clearly the number two back for you this week? I don't, he's clearly the number two back, but I mean, uh, that's a tentative spot. I mean, my problem with being head over heels for Foreman is, do we really feel that good that Matt Eberflus and this ho- head coaching staff, which they came out and they talked about right in the hot hand and, and Roshan and things like that. And that's how it worked out. Are we that confident Foreman's going to be the guy next week? And it couldn't just be Roshan or Herbert in this rush mm. roulette of Chicago running backs. Like I, I agree with spending on him like 10 to 12 percent is fine. Like for a running back. Well, is that, that even enough? 50, like at this point, do you have to do just like it might, 50? Well, like, you I might think, not have to throw out there much. Well, I was going to say the opposite. Like, don't you have to just get these guys on your roster at this point for for better or worse? I, I, if I had a better feeling about, I knew for like Chandler, I knew Foreman was going to be the guy or at least to get this type of 55% snap share. If I knew that was going to happen, because we talked about Roshan, weren't we so confident? Okay. Well, Roshan got I the run. We and, confident. And we were cautiously optimistic. Confident. He played I think 74% of the snaps. Roshan got even a bigger workload than what Foreman got last week. So my my hesitance here is you go into the playoffs, you flex this guy, or maybe you have to start him as an RB2. If this backfield turns again, you're looking at, that's not a confident, okay, I get 10 to 15 touches out of this guy. The floor is much, much lower, and I don't feel as good about that walking into the playoffs playing him. Like, if you're playing him in RB2 or flex, I get it, but in a flex spot... I would much rather go other direction. So if I miss out on him, I'm not going to cry my hands about it. All right. Uh, Pat, you made a keen observation that you shared with us in the chat, too, which is after Foreman came out of that game for a short period of time, he came back in and then kind of was the guy. So if you're looking at the snap percentage, it's only 55% because he did come out for a little bit. So taking that into account, Pat, and then taking into account the rest of his schedule, he's got Cleveland next week, uh, then Arizona and Atlanta. Uh, your thoughts on Deonta Foreman in terms of are you just like, hey, if you don't get Chandler Foreman's the next best guy to go in on or are you just a little bit more you know, cautious about his value even in week 15 because you're looking a little bit more ahead to maybe there's a better way to spend your money on quarterbacks or wide receivers or something else this week? 
next best thing behind Chandler. Um, I think we got some answers about the Chicago Bears backfield, which we were pretty confused about after last week with suddenly Roshan getting that big upturn in usage. And Debro, it was you who said that maybe that was because the Vikings were blitzing so much in week 12 and Roshan Mm -hmm. is really good at blitz pickup. And maybe that was it. And maybe there are going to be games the rest of the way where the Bears fall behind, get into an unfriendly running game script and decide that Roshan, uh, a guy who can also catch passes and pick up the blitz, is uh, the better guy to give snaps to than Foreman, who is clearly a um, like he's he's your guy with a lead. He is your early down back, mm-hmm. your classic between the tackles hammer. So um, but I do think Foreman is the lead back. And as much as we wanted to think the Bears were maybe going to audition Roshan Johnson for a bigger role uh, down the stretch, use the final games to look ahead to 2024. Teams just don't do that. I mean, they they play to win. It's kind of like back in the, the summer when we were speculating, oh, maybe the Cardinals won't bring back Kyler Murray at all this season. Uh, they want to tank. So, no, teams teams are playing for the here and now. And it does seem like Roshan or um, Deonta Foreman is clearly – their lead back, their early down thumper. And uh, man, we even saw him have a long reception yesterday. So, um, but yeah, Joe, you talked about the schedule. Cleveland, okay, not a great matchup, but then you get the Cardinals, a a spectacular matchup. And the Falcons, whose run defense is not what it was uh, before Mm -hmm. Grady Jarrett tore his ACL, Mm -hmm. their their best run stuffer. So um, yeah, I mean, I I think he is worth a robust bid. And again, like talking about specific percentages is kind of irrelevant at this time of year. But I do think he is worth a hefty bid if you know you don't have enough to get Ty Chandler and you still need a running back or a flex guy. Worth spending a lot of your remaining money. Yeah, Atlanta gave up 100 to Rashad White. Uh, here's a question for you, too. You did paint that picture about you know the pass rush. Now, talking about Cleveland, that's pass rush. So True. does that mean that Roshan maybe is more viable than we think uh, uh, maybe next week? And maybe this is like a fool's gold. I'll, I'll put this scenario out there to you. Let's say that you have Foreman on the waiver wire. Roshan Johnson's your bottom guy. Do you drop Roshan for Foreman, Pat? I would, yeah. I, I would rather have okay. Foreman at this point. And I mean, we can speculate that, yeah, maybe they need him more to help with the pass rush next week. But like the spread on that game is three points. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a, a game that is expected to be close. And I think at a close game, Deonta Foreman's getting more snaps than Roshan. I would drop Roshan. OK, D, you disagree. Why? <sighs> because I worry about the pass rush and I worry about the bottom falling out. Um okay. The other thing about it is we saw Foreman again leave the leave last week. We know that he's probably not at this time of the year and dealing. And I, I get he's fully practicing in full. I take injury reporting with a grain of salt at this time of the year. I mean, we see all guys practice or not practice and get listed as whatever and get ruled out. So for me, I don't know if Foreman is 100% healthy, if he can get dinged up. And the other part about it is I still think this backfield could turn. So I would much rather hold on to Roshan. But I, I get going with Foreman. I mean, the schedule schedule's beautiful. What The end result of this is one of these freaking guys is going <laughs> to be viable and is going to be good in fantasy over the next two to three weeks. My, my hesitance is crap. It's hard to tell who it's going to be. It is. I, I, don't I think, think it's why if you're looking at your roster, I think you're just looking at the guy who, look, if you could get both of them, you want both of them and then try to do your best to choose the yeah. right one that week. And look, you get rid of the guys that are not going to see the light of day in your lineup in the next three weeks. Like if yeah. you've got three great wide receivers and you've got two other guys in your bench, drop the fifth wide receiver and pick up the other running back. So you have that whole backfield because mm-hmm. you never know at a moment's notice 
one injury changes things. The next thing you know, it's somebody else's backfield. Go ahead, Pat. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't really want to, yeah, like I agree we're trying to figure out how to hedge our bets here, but like I, I don't really want to put any sort of big bet down on the guy who got one carry yesterday, and that's no, Roshan. I and don't I, disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah, and even even with Foreman leaving, I think he had more snaps yesterday than Herbert and uh, Roshan combined. So we like, were willing to put bets down on him when he played 74% of the snaps the week before, right? Just tossing that out there. Yeah, no, but, I mean, but Foreman was like, coming off an injury then too, right? Yeah, well, we didn't know if Foreman mm-hmm. was going to play this week. Mm-hmm. That's right. fair. That's fair. Here's a question for you. Speaking of hedging things, uh, Isaiah Pacheco was out this week. Uh, that kind of crept up on people in the last minute in a lot of leagues. Uh, Jarek McKinnon or CH? Any love for either of those two guys? Uh, Debra, we'll start with you on this one. I mean, some. I, they're no, <laughs> that doesn't I mean, sound the very problem, enthusiastic. That no, it's kind of because <laughs> it's not. This backfield's a freaking mess. This offense <laughs> is a mess. You got Patrick Mahomes yelling at people on the sidelines because their wide receivers can't even line up. And that, no, I'm he's sorry, frustrated. Kansas City. He's frustrated. I'm, I get that. But I'm sorry, Kansas City. It's not the referee's fault that Kadarius Tony cannot line up no. in the proper spot. That, no, that's he was on clearly him. offsides. Like it wasn't even close. he was. He I was. Mean, they so can get all mad about it, and then I think they're still mad from last it. week. To be honest, it. like they're still mad about the PI call. But Ceh and McKinnon, yeah. if both are on the waiver wire, who's the target? It's going to be McKinnon for me. I know that he has the passing downs. CEH is just a guy at this point. And mm-hmm. I mean, really, if you're going to the Kansas City backfield, you're just touchdown hunting. Neither one of these guys are going to see a ton of volume. Mm-hmm. So it's who can most likely get the touchdown. I I care more about CEA. I mean, uh, McKinnon, because the pass game role, I know he has that on lock. And I trust him to be, get more usage in the red zone. So give me McKinnon. All right. Uh, Pat, your thoughts on the KC backfield. I'm leaning that way, too. We had heard Andy Reid say uh, in the run up to this game that CEH was going to be his number one back. And then mm-hmm. it didn't really mean much because nope. uh, CEH played 32 snaps. McKinnon played 30. Um, Edwards Hilaire did get more carries, but 39 rushing yards out of his 11 carries. Uh, two catches, 29 yards on four targets. McKinnon, four carries, 19 yards and a touchdown and three eighteen zero receiving on three targets. So. I mean, I guess CH was sort of the lead back and that he had the uh, early down role, I guess. But, man, he's just so ordinary. And, I mean, we saw yeah. McKinnon blow up down the stretch last year, and he's more widely available than CEH. I, I think I'm with Debro, and I'd rather have McKinnon. Also, the matchup this week. Uh, wait, who are the Chiefs playing? They, they have some murderous run defense, right? Oh, they're playing that, the uh, uh, New England Patriots this week. So I say the neither. The Patriots, yes. I well, say neither. So it's, Look what they did. Remember, yeah. on, remember on the Tuesday show, boys yeah, and girls, but, where Joe, Uncle Joey told you that no Steelers running back would have 50 yards rushing? Everybody would be under? Guess what? They were. It was gross. It was terrible. That, they get the Raiders, and then the, they get yeah, the Bengals. But you got, possible but championship but week. You got to be relevant. This is when in advance. There's, I again, it. I get it. You know, it's well, like you sure, got to do your get, best to get in there. So get take the Chiefs running back mm-hmm. who can be dynamic in the passing game, and that's McKinnon, yep. not CEH. All right, quick question here. I want to go this quick. We're the only fantasy show that's ever going to ask this question, too. Were we wrong last week for dropping Miles Sanders, Pat Morris? We were like, look, this guy's going nowhere. Chuba's still the guy. And then Miles all of a sudden had some stats yesterday, kind of out of the clear blue sky. Do you care or no? 
He had a very nice 48-yard run, Joe, which accounted for 48 of his 74 yards. Um, Yeah, he did have 10 carries, but he was outsnapped by Chuba Hubbard 62-17. to I mean, the the Panthers (laughs) ran a lot of plays. I wanted to ask the question because people are going to see the Miles Sanders stat line, so I was trying to lay that up for you. But people say, why did you say I dropped Miles Sanders last week? Because look, he had all those yards. That's what they sound like. I mean, we can take audio. That's really understand why that happened. Uh, But... Uh, obviously, there's other guys to pick up, too. So we're going to save some money because we've got some wide receivers to talk about. But before we do, just a quick reminder, we are in the thick of it here in terms of the NFL season, in terms of the fantasy playoffs, in terms of what we have remaining to make some money on our investments. When DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every single game day when you bet on your favorite teams at a shot of winning big bucks and new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on any matchup. That's right. And if you're listening to the betting pros podcast last week, Oh baby, Fitzy and I gave you Denver on the money line. We gave you the bears on the money line. You got to tune in this week over at betting pros to make sure you're in on what we're in on in week 15. But while that's happening, Get in on the action yourself with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use that promo code FANTASYPROS, and new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With that code FANTASYPROS, that's very important. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com/football terms. Wide receivers. Gentlemen, let's switch gears to the wide receivers. Odell Beckham Jr. ran one hell of a route. And he is 52% rostered, caught a big touchdown in this game. I know I was pushing a couple weeks back, a couple months ago. Let's just stash this guy for a buck. I mean, Zay Flowers is a rookie. What if Andrews gets hurt? Oh, wait, Andrews got hurt. Let's keep stashing this guy. Nobody wanted Odell Beckham. He looked healthy to me, D-Bro, on that route that he ran. They torched the secondary of the Rams. That was a fun game, more fun than it should have been for some people who had a lot of investments in Baltimore. But your opinion on Odell Beckham this week and going forward? I, I talked about him in the primer. I loved him last week. You did. I loved the match. I loved everything. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Takes a little bit of time, but I, yeah. I, I come to the party whenever it's time to party, Joe. You were a little bit early. You were, you had the pre-party. I come I'm, here with I'm the tailgating tips, eight hours before. I'm you are. Yeah. You are, but when the party actually kicks off, you're the guy who's taking a nap in the back <laughs> while I'm I'm, th- I'm hosting everything. So, well, well, yeah, anyway. I don't want to do the cleanup. That's for you to do. That's, well, that's not that's, the fun part. That's pretty fair. Um, so, <laughs> I, I do think you do need to clean up OJ, OBJ off of the waiver wire <laughs> okay, because of nice. consider. Nah, I ruined that. Was, I know. No, I like but that. I thought that was good. Pat, I, you think? The delivery was That's like a six and a half out of ten. What'd you think, Pat? Thumb I'll top. give you the thumb one top. thumb. The one thumb. Big origin. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was I, in Slack last night. I was the one pushing for OBJ to be the pickup of the week. So I love him this week, man. He's the guy. If if you miss out on Chandler. He is the player, if he's out there, to bid aggressively on. And 
everything's lining up man 23 percent target share he played his highest snap share last week since week eight so not being on the injury report coming off being healthy is making a huge difference for obj and oh man who does he get this week the jacksonville jaguars secondary mm-hmm. since yeah. week eight giving up the most ppr points per target to perimeter wide receivers i mean obj where are we going to rank him this week boys wide receiver three range because he needs to be talked sure. about there oh uh, especially in that matchup pat i imagine he's got to be in like around 27 28 you know somewhere in that range mm-hmm. potentially somewhere even that high because you've had some other injuries too in the last few weeks guys like christian kirk are on the slate anymore and some other guys have kind of disappeared a little bit and some all these quarterback injuries too are going to hurt the rankings of a lot of other guys too on this list like nico collins potentially so in your opinion odell again available in Half a league's right now. It's time to go and add somebody. Is this a guy, Pat, you could add and stream right away? I think so. I think he at least gives you wide receiver three level usage or, or flex worthiness. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 10 targets yesterday. And it was interesting. We thought that maybe um, with weather conditions in Baltimore, that it was going to be like this run heavy oh. affair. No. And the Rams sort of forced the Ravens into a shootout where uh, the Ravens didn't really they didn't seem too interested in running the ball. So uh, Beckham looks good. There's no Mark Andrews. Um, you know, Zay Flowers is good, but he is not an alpha receiver. Like he is kind of a, a scheme it up wide receiver screen, you know, usage close to the line of scrimmage. Beckham is their downfield uh, like main downfield receiver right now. So the remaining schedule, plus you've got the Jaguars who Debro mentioned their secondary is sort of gone to hell and their run defense is pretty good. So maybe more incentive for the Ravens to go pass heavy this week. And maybe the same thing the following week with the 49ers tough against the run. But, you know, if their pass rush doesn't get home, you can you can do some business against that secondary. So, yeah, Beckham is intriguing this week. Yeah, I, I feel like Zay Flowers is in that mold of like the like the old Santana Moss, Lavernius Coles type guys that are mm. you know really useful type guys that can really get you some points and stuff. But they're not the alpha dogs, as you said. But maybe Zay is like a better version of those guys. Go ahead, D, real quick. We got a lot of these guys. To I get just through. want to give a, a, a two second PSA for people out there. Pat and I <laughs> talked about this uh, last week. I was told that no points were going to be scored because of all the weather. Stop getting cute, people. Stop getting cute with your lineups. Like, yeah, play your studs at the end of the day. Like, like, get over the weather stuff. Can we just talk about that for a second, Pat? I know we mentioned that last week, like people getting crazy because that's all I heard <laughs> in the Discord, everywhere, questions out on Twitter, all the things about people, what about the weather? And then you have games shooting out. I'm like, I told you not to care about it. Well, I mean, there were some situations like the Jets weather on that terrible turf, obviously, was not the best day at the office there but yes sometimes that stuff does get overblown and this is another guy too that we talked about off the waiver wire last week on the show that was free there was another guy mm-hmm. said hey let's stash this guy and we were all in agreement that this is a really good like dollar to stash and now again big touchdown day next thing you know things have changed now in that same game he's going to have mm-hmm. against the jacksonville jaguars zay jones is available in 43 percent of leagues uh, with christian kirk out and Trevor Lawrence playing last week. Uh, Pat, your thoughts on adding Zay Jones as somebody. Can you add him? And is he a flex right away or is he an add and stash guy? Because I know he has touchdown upside, at least in this offense, especially more so now with Kirk out a little bit more target share available. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think he's really an alpha receiver type. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I still think he's probably third in that target pecking order behind Agreed. Ridley and Evan Engram. Um, Baltimore is a tough matchup, even though the Rams receivers had decent days yesterday. He gets Carolina in week 17. That's a pretty tough matchup, too. So I'm not all that interested in Zay Jones, frankly. 
Okay. Any interest for you in a Zay Jones this week going forward? Again, um, this may be a deeper league thing where you're trying to stream some guys, but with some of these quarterback injuries, I know it's one of those, you know, moments like against Cleveland this week. Uh, obviously, yeah, they, the guy did have 14 targets. I think that's yeah. noteworthy. And I know he gets Baltimore next week. Excuse me. I had said, uh, oh, no. Yeah. That's what we're talking about going back and forth with Baltimore. So do you think that this is a, an option to stream or a guy you just want to add to the bench? I think you pick him up and you add him. And we talked about the matchups this week and then the week after that. We didn't talk about the meat in the middle of that sandwich, the one that we actually should care about, boys, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He gets the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week 16. What do we just see Drake London do, man? <sighs> yeah. You give Zay Jones 14 freaking targets against the Bucs, he's going to go wild. So I think if you're picking up Zay, it, it comes down to roster build for me. If I have the room to pick him up and then I'm looking forward to next week and where he could be a flex, flex option there, mm -hmm. then yes, you pick him up if you have the room to do so. But if it if you're looking at a player I need to play this week, I'm not doing that versus the Baltimore Ravens. So I will pick up OBJ. I will pick up a bunch of these okay. other wide receivers we're going to talk about here sure. over Zay Jones. Be active this holiday season and get some gifts that are outside the box. One of them is, of course, tickets. And I love live events. Debro knows it. Pat knows that I go to concerts. I go to everything. But the thing is, I hate the hidden fees. They suck. And customer service is terrible at a lot of these places, too, that do the tickets. So I discovered Fanimal, and Fanimal has tickets to everything. Concerts, festivals, basketball games, baseball games, hockey, and of course, the NFL, which I'm sure there's a lot of Jets fans looking to sell some tickets. So you can go to the Jet game anytime you want. <laughs> there are no fees, too, which is great. So the price you see is actually the price you pay, which is very refreshing. And you heard it here first. Fanimal is the cheapest place on the internet to get tickets. And we've all experienced how painful it is to coordinate going to live events with friends. There's always somebody's got to put all the money up front and you got to chase everybody for money on the back end. You don't have to do that because Fanimal has a group purchase system that makes it easy to split payments with your friends so nobody's left holding the bag. You don't have to commit until your friends do. And you just pick the seats, pick how many tickets you want, and you pay for yourself, and then you send the link to your friends. And then every time someone joins your group, Everyone gets charged separately and your tickets are all secured. Plus, you can stack cash by inviting friends. Ten bucks every time you invite someone to join a group. There you go, baby. So if you haven't already, go check out Fanimal. They've got amazing customer service. And again, don't take my word for it. Go check out their hundreds of five-star reviews. And next time you need tickets, don't worry about the big ticket places, all that stuff. Go right to Fanimal.com or download the Fanimal app and use that promo code FANIMALPROS. That's FANIMALPROS for $20 off your first purchase. So check them out today. Get that Fanimal on and experience more. Let's experience some wide receivers here. Can't believe we're going to talk about this guy, but uh, four catches for 90 yards. Uh, Bailey Zappi probably will be playing quarterback again. That's my anticipation. They are going to be at home against Kansas City. Juju Smith-Schuster. Is this a guy here? Again, roster just 22% of leagues. You're in a deeper league. You're in a bad spot here. Debro, you're shaking your head. Why not? Because as soon as Demario Douglas comes back, maybe that's this week, he's the number one wide receiver, and Juju goes back into the void. Now, he so did no, miss I'm last week. Juju. It was a short week with that concussion. Obviously, he did not clear mm -hmm. the protocol. But we have no guarantee, Pat, that he's going to clear it this week. So is Juju somebody you should stash? You could, uh, obviously, enthusiasm, not huge for Juju. You can tell by the Derek Brown take. But is that something you can use to your advantage? You add him for a buck and then wait and see what the Douglas health is as we get closer to Sunday. 
Yeah, Joe, I'm not sure I would trust Juju even if Demario Douglas remained out. And Douglas has already missed more time than we typically see guys miss with a concussion. And maybe Devontae Parker comes back from his knee injury this week. So the return of either or both of those guys could really sort of uh, diminish the outlook for Juju. Yeah, leg one of the uh, revenge tour for Juju worked out well against the Steelers. I'm not really in for leg two against the Chiefs this week. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even put those things together there. I but... didn't either. I didn't even put that together there you go Ooh, boy what a crazy game that was thursday night oh god um somebody do a wellness check on bogman all myself bogman and erickson all miserable about that game all for different reasons uh <laughs> look at the uh, uh wide receiver ranks too there's another guy out there curtis samuel who is available this is the same situation as last week coming off a bye where people just kind of forget about guys he is rostering just 47 percent of leagues right now um going forward he has got the Rams, the Jets, tougher situation there. But then again, in terms of the way he works, a little unique. And then San Francisco, obviously, uh, we know what that defense is like. But here's a question for you, Pat. Would you rather have Curtis Samuel or Jahan Dotson rest of season? Oh, I'd rather have Curtis Samuel. I mean, Curtis okay. Samuel is the guy making Jahan Dotson obsolete, basically. And I, I like part of it, I think, is because it seems like Sam Howell is not as comfortable throwing to the boundaries as he is to the middle of the field, which sort of favors Samuel. And uh, I, I think, you know, Debro could talk more uh, intelligently about this than I could. I think the matchup this week against the Rams probably favors Samuel, too. Mm hmm. All right, Debro, your thoughts on these two commanders wide receivers, because you can make a case at least this coming week there against the Rams, where maybe there's some uh, some upside here, some streaming ability, depending on what your rosters look like at this point. Yeah, I love, I've been talking about Curtis Samuel in the waiver wire article over the last three or four weeks, man. Like the last few matchups have been fantastic and you've seen him produce and he's going to produce again this week. The Rams outside corners are much tougher than their slot corner and that's what's going to happen. So Sam Howe is going to pepper him and Samuel has been the clear wide receiver one on this roster over the last two games. He has a 25% target share. Over the last two weeks, he's averaging 82 receiving yards per game, and people would be much more inclined to pick up Curtis Samuel if the last time that we saw him, he wasn't pushed out at the one and he did score the touchdown. Good point. People would be like, holy crap, like, look at, look at Samuel. He just went for 100 versus Dallas. Now he's got 65 and a tutty. Like, we got to be picking this up, this guy up, and we got to flex him, but they're not. So mm -hmm. you enjoy by picking him up. All right. Last week, I was scoffed at. Not just on this show, but also on the <laughs> live show. And I've been scoffed at before on a few guys uh, over this season, but I, I still show up for work regardless. You know, it doesn't matter. I keep well, grinding away. Uh, Dontavian Wicks was a name that I threw out there to you guys in deeper leagues. Like, should we stash this guy? Because Watson's always hurt. Uh, we just got word while we were doing this show. Guess what? Surprise. Aaron Jones isn't playing. The Packers are down some pieces and Jordan Love keeps playing well. I know Wicks isn't necessarily... An alpha dog, as Pat likes his alpha dogs. But, Mr. Cheesehead, somebody put D Mr. Wicks back on the sheet today. Uh, I think that it was, was Derek me. Brown. That was So, that was Pat, me. I feel like we should ask Derek Brown uh, why the scoffing last week and why the sudden turnaround. Hmm? Hmm? It looks like Christian Watson's hammy is really not going to be good for the next few weeks. I, I was <laughs> I was questioning that because how many injury reports have we seen? Christian Watson has total body injuries. Oh, 
Wait, wait, he's practicing in full? I think we just call it a Derek Carr now. That's what you have. You have a Derek Carr. Yeah, well, the the other thing that I saw thrown out there on Twitter, which I don't disagree with, although it does hurt my heart, is maybe he's just the new Will Fuller. Um, but, oh, oh, yeah, I know, ouch. I know, I know. It's too early it was painful for, for me to read it. It was painful that. for me to say it. I, no, I, he's I, better I just, than Will Fuller. I think he's better than Will Fuller. I, but, I think he is too, because when he's fully healthy and Jordan Love plays well, you see Christian Watson is the clear wide receiver yeah, one, and he's yeah. awesome. But, but this ow. is not to take anything away from Dontavian Wicks, because I think he is going to play the Christian Watson role as far as their go-to against man coverage and single high. And if you look at the next two matchups, if you're listening to this before the Giants game, pick him up now. Because right. I think he's going to have right. a big game. Mm-hmm. He needs to be picked up now, way ahead of time beforehand, because I think he has a good game versus the Giants, and he stacks that against, oh, look at that, the Buccaneers, the secondary that keeps on giving, baby. They do. So over <laughs> the next two weeks, Wicks could be a guy where you're looking at, it's not just a deep league ad. Like, he could be a wide receiver four with wide receiver three upside easily, because he's going to get that role, and he's been very productive on a per-route basis. This guy has drawn a 22% target per-route run rate with 2.2 yards per-route run. So he has been effective. If he gets the run, I think he can produce. Pat, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made Desmond Ritter look like uh, Steve oh. Young yesterday. Uh, he's rushing for touchdowns. He's throwing for 300 yards. Crazy stuff there. Um, I, look, you're the Mr. Packer, so you, you're the better guy here. I know you've kind of thrown the cold water on Wicks before, but again, these are desperate times. Is Wicks one of these desperate measures off the waiver wire, especially in deeper leagues? If you might need somebody to flex that now you grab him today and see what happens tonight in this Monday night football game. Yeah, I think all the signs are positive here. Um, I I don't think Watson is going to be playing in -hmm. week 15. Um, Wicks is the Packers passing game is hot. Buy into the hot passing game. Wicks mm-hmm. is going to be on the field a lot. And, uh, you know, as Debro said, I think at, at 2.23 yards per route run, he's leading all Packers receivers. So while mm-hmm. Jane mm-hmm. Reed has been sort of the headliner among the rookie receivers for the Packers, Dontavian Wicks is good, too. Yeah, uh, these are new yep. players for your team. And if you new, need new tires for your car, Discount Tire is your go-to. They have exceptional service and you get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. They have this really cool feature, too, called Treadwell, which is an online tire buying guide that gives you transparency on the tire's performance, as well as personalized recommendations based on your location and driving habits. So Discount Tire is also the largest independent tire retailer in the country, so it has the biggest selection of tires and wheels. And here's a pro tip from the experts at Discount Tire. You can prevent wear and boost gas mileage by keeping your tires properly inflated. Tire pressure supports the weight of your vehicle and is important to check for safety. So be safe this holiday season. If it has to be maybe over a month since you've checked them, go stop by, get that tire pressure checked at one of their local stores for a free tire safety and air pressure check. They do that for you only at Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of, shall we? Quarterbacks, tight ends, and defenses. Let's get some of these streamers taken care of. And this is really important because now, again, the injury to Herbert, uh, I don't think we're going to see him rest of season. Hot take, maybe. I don't know. Broken finger on the throwing hand does not sound like a good situation. We'll see. Uh, CJ Stroud taking that bad hit there, hitting his head on that really mm-hmm. hard surface over at uh, MetLife, which I wish they would do something about. So many injuries on that turf in so many different ways. 
Uh, but now all of a sudden, even single quarterback leagues, we've got to look for some streaming quarterbacks. This is huge. So Pat, kick us off here. Let's talk about some streaming QBs that are going to make an impact now, potentially in this playoff run, because I'm sure there's a lot of teams that had CJ Stroud. And as Dr. Chow said last week, only 22% of guys who get hurt on Sunday with a concussion, clear protocol in time. That is not a great number. Yeah, um, not great at all. There are three guys, I think, who are reasonable streamers this week and all pretty close to each other. I know Debro is going to talk about one of them. Uh, the two left over are Joe Flacco and Gardner Minshew, but suddenly the Chicago Bears defense is playing really well. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. that I necessarily want to play uh, Joe Flacco against a, a Bears defense that just completely smothered Jared Goff in week 14. So give me Gardner Minshew. I mean, Minshew hasn't been great from a fantasy standpoint, but he's been serviceable. I do like that he plays in that fast-paced Shane Steichen offense. And this week he gets a matchup against a Pittsburgh defense that just managed to make Bailey Zappi look like Tom Brady. Oh, so, uh, like, I, I think the uh, the streaming setup is okay for Minshew here. It is still stunning to me, Pat. I keep looking at the playoff picture, and I still see the Steelers in it after the last two weeks. I just – it's mind-blowing. They're on the inside. and There's all these other teams, the Broncos, the Bills on the outside looking in. I can't wrap my mind around it. I just can't. All right, D-Bro, give us a streaming QB for Week 15. Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs. Just throwing that out there. Not going to happen. They're going to fall out of the picture. Um, but, um, but anyway, but I digress. I'm, since, I'm ga- <laughs> since I'm gaslighting Steelers fans, I might as well talk about somebody else in the AFC North, man. I mean, look, Jake Browning and the things that he's doing, we cannot ignore. So you need to pick him up, stream him this week going against Minnesota. I know they're going to blitz him. He's going to have to play and, and perform versus that secondary. But that blitz is covering up for a secondary that is beatable. And I mean, can we really turn our noses up at the fact that Jake Browning last two weeks, QB four, QB three in fantasy, he's averaging 314 passing yards and one and a half passing touchdowns. I mean, you, you we might have thought it was like a, 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 a basically a Haley's Comet after one week, but two games in a row. Mm-mm. he's rushing it anymore he's rushing too that's the yeah. thing too he gets a little you know 20 yeah. rushing yards 15 rushing yards and a little touchdown here and there too jake brown mm-hmm. has been great i thought that was really cool how cool is joe burrow so joe burrow gets hurt yeah. he's still on the sidelines he gives up his suite for jake browning's family who's all from california don't like the cold weather <laughs> like what a what a dude He's the he's the one one of Joe's. I'm number two. Joe Flacco's number three. Pat, let's get to uh, the Fair. tight ends of the week here. Uh, some names still pretty interesting out there. I know always people are looking potentially stream tight end all the way through the playoffs. So uh, here's a unique opportunity. Um, Debra, let's start with you on this one, actually, because I know Pat went first in the last one. Logan Thomas, baby. Okay. Uh, pick him up if he's out there. I know he's 43% rostered in some leagues. He's uh, hovering around 50% in others, but pick him up, automatically start him. And I'm not telling you that the floor isn't low. Obviously it is, but we've also seen the ceiling be extremely high. And Isaiah likely just set the Rams on fire as far as tight end production. So Logan Thomas, buy into a man. Rams have given up the six most fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. All right, Pat, give us a streaming tight end for week 15, round one of the playoffs. Yeah, I think Logan Thomas would be my first choice, but a close second would be Tucker Kraft and Mm -hmm. uh, Luke Musgrave out with a lacerated kidney. Christian Watson, we talked about him being out. Uh, Kraft saw a season high six targets in the win over the Chiefs in week 13. And I think we might see him get even more involved in the passing game in the weeks to come. And, uh, you know, the Buccaneers... 
kind of a neutral matchup against tight end. So that's not really a concern. I think you can play craft this week uh, if you do need to stream a tight end. All right, let's get to the defenses. Uh, this is a big one here. Uh, it's funny. A lot of us uh, raise my hand. Decided to play the Texans over the Cowboys this week. Uh, luckily, it didn't matter. I was already in the playoffs for those leagues where that happened, but uh, it was not good. It was not a good choice. But now looking at streaming defenses, obviously, maybe the maybe the continuity has changed a little bit here, Pat, because of some of these injuries that have happened to quarterbacks and some other players. So that being said, now when we're looking at some of these streaming defenses ahead, we've talked about Atlanta. We talked about the Texans. Now it looks like maybe Dallas is matchup proof after all. Maybe we shouldn't be overthinking things. But in your opinion, are there some other guys out there in terms of the defenses that could really make an impact here, not just in week 15, but maybe the entire playoff run? I think the Rams are a real interesting option here down the stretch, Joe. Uh, 17% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Sam Howell, um, like I know playing the quarterbacks doesn't always work out. You tried to play against Zach Wilson yesterday and it sort of backfired. But boy, Sam Sam Howell is a, a pretty reliable sack magnet. He has been sacked 58 times more than any other quarterback, and he has thrown 14 interceptions. Um, and so a great matchup for the Rams this week. And... They get the Saints in Week 16, whose offense has been pretty dysfunctional, as I'm sure Debro, the Saints guy, will attest. Uh, uh. And then the Giants in Week 17, hello, Tommy DeVito, or, or maybe Tyrod Taylor. But either way, <laughs> uh, I, I think you can actually run out the rest of the season with the Rams and probably get them for a dollar on waivers. All right, uh, Debro, streaming defense for this week. Who is it? Talking about a defense you can pick up and... The fact that they're still out there just shows that some people are asleep at the wheel, man. The Chicago Bears being below yep. 10% rostered is absolute insanity. They have the most takeaways in the NFL since week 11, and that's with also having a buy in that part. So I, they're doing all the things, man. They're guarding against the run. They're guarding against the pass. Since week 10, they're DST six. So take the name out of it. I've been talking about this in the primer for weeks. The Bears defense is playing extremely good football. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. Look, I, we talked about it on Sunday, right? On DFS stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Bears, one of my favorite cheap defenses. Bears Crazy. and uh, Denver Broncos. Those were the defenses of the week the, for the us. Mon the Montez Sweat edition has made all the difference for the Bears, honestly. It has three. You know what? Facts, You're right, Pat. I think. Crazy. And, and and the health getting healthy in the secondary too. You know, when Brisker mm -hmm. came back yeah. healthy, that was a big because that, that was that he's a dude. I love Brisker. I think he's a great player. All right, let's get to uh the top five waiver wire priorities of the week. Uh Debro, one through five. What's the order? Ty Chandler number one, OBJ is my number two pickup. Curtis Samuel three, Logan Thomas four, and yes, I'm shading him, but he makes the top five, man. Dante Foreman is number five. <laughs> All right, Fitzy, your top five for the week. Ty Chandler, number one, Deonta Foreman, number two, uh, Odell Beckham, number three, Jarek McKinnon, number four, and Curtis Samuel, number five. Listener mailbag. All right, here's a question from our listener mailbag, fantasypros.com slash chat, free to join our Discord. It's a good time, especially our betting pros Discord, too. Just hit 25,000 folks hanging out with us talking Ooh. betting, too. Unbelievable. Look at this. It's hot right now. Lad96, do I drop Thielen for Mingo, Zay Jones, or Ty Chandler? Uh, pretty sure the answer is Ty Chandler here, Fitz, right? Yeah, and I mean, like, I guess the question is more the opportunity cost. Like, is throwing Adam Thielen overboard worth it? I think, what, like five catches for 76 yards yesterday? Yeah, I mean, we're just not seeing those, like, super heavy 
uh, Adam Thielen target games where he's getting like 14, 16 targets. That's that's not happening anymore for the Panthers, and and their offense is pretty broken. So yeah, I'd be I'd be willing to dump him for Chandler. D bro, your thoughts? Drop him immediately. The Adam Thielen experience, the Adam Thielen dream for 2023 is dead, people. Go ahead. <laughs> it's dead. It's dead, he says. Uh, but hopefully your playoff chances are very much alive. And of course, if you need more help on the waiver wire, check out all of our incredible work here over at fantasypros.com. The waiver wire article is up. It will get updated by the boys here uh, over the next 24 hours, too, as we have not one but two Monday night football games to get through. A lot of stuff going on here tonight. Uh, also, our waiver wire rankings are available. And of course, if you sync all your leagues to my playbook, we can give you help in the waiver assistance. So we are always here to help you win that championship. Drop the comment below. We might just win an incredible trophy smack belt too for your league. This is it. This is why we play the game. We are on the precipice of championships and we're going to help you get there here at Fantasy Pros. So make sure you subscribe to the channel, drop your comments below and ring that bell till it goes ding. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Pat and Debro. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.